Look, just because we're stupid doesn't mean we aren't also entertaining. So please, it like, might be a clue. <laughs> we aren't. So please like, subscribe, and follow This Is True Really News. And exhort your betters to do the same. Like, subscribe, and follow exhort This Is True Really your News. betters. Yeah. Wait up. Piss off the folks who already listened to us. <laughs> oh, I don't care about them. I want new ones. Mm-hmm. I don't want the same old listeners. Some of them have probably gone bad. This is why we are so successful. We need some right fresher there. listeners. I don't know. Some of them seem pretty fresh to me. Oh, especially that one guy. And well, not to mention the guy in over there. And what yeah. about that one that, you know, that's even worse. Right. Yeah. This is true. Really news with Scott Combs and Tony Vercanis. All the news you're about to hear is true. Really? As far as you know. Oh, we could have done that for a long time, folks. I'm sorry. But we stopped at the comedic three. See. Yes. Because otherwise we would have stopped at the comedic 452,000. And we would have been delighted. We would have just been giggling our butts off. (laughs) Robin Hughes teaches special ed at South Shore Academy in Tampa, Florida, where most of her kindergarten kids had never seen snow. Never. Okay. Yeah. According to the UPI story, Hughes got in touch with her sister, Amber Estes, who lived in Danville, Kentucky. They see a lot of snow in Kentucky? I don't think. Well, of the drug variety, maybe. I said, oh, we're back to Harlan County, aren't we? Exactly. I, I said, I want you to make me a snowman. I want you to overnight him to me and see if he can make it to school. I want these kids in Florida to see snow. Estes said she wrapped Lucky the Snowman in foil. Packed Why didn't they name him Drippy the Snowman? I mean, because that's what's going to happen. At some point, we've Leaky all the snowman. We have all read and or seen Jack the was it Jack Frost. Who's the Jack snowman? and the Beanstalk? No, the snowman that goes Jack Frost. Thank you, Shrizzly oh. the Snowman. No, Melty would be better. <laughs> Piddly. Estes, wrong idea. Estes said she wrapped Lucky the Snowman in foil, packed him with ice and styrofoam, and off he went to the local UPS store. Zoomf. How do people get these ideas? I think, I think, I think okay, the, the idea is ingenious. I, yeah, just, kudos. You know, yeah. Good luck. I hope it works. Hugh said her student had looks of pure joy on their face when Lucky was unwrapped on January the 20th. Lucky wasn't so happy he had planned to skip school that day. Exactly. There was, they were going over to Perkins to have steak and eggs for breakfast. Which is what I used to do. <laughs> skip first oh. hour, go to breakfast at Perkins. And maybe part of second hour. No, not ever. No, I mean, I wouldn't do that. Well, there's, there are times I missed half a day. <laughs> I've heard some people do that sort yes. of thing. Yeah. Are you done? Oh, God, yes. According to a new study in the journal Ichthyology and Herpetology, Cornell University researchers reveal that fish, you're giving me a look, rely on acoustic communication far more than previously thought. Yes, fish talk. Be honest. What? If you lived to be 100 million years old, would you ever sit bolt upright in bed going, and we've got to find out if fish can talk. How the hell do fish communicate? We must know. Um, Look who you're talking to. 
Yeah, you might. Yeah. <laughs> Researchers now know have a flatter forehead. <laughs> Researchers now know sounds are a major mode of communication amongst fish. So what are the fish talking about? Oh wait. Uh, it's timing. That's the thing. Don't bite. Why to give up? What do fish talk about? Mainly sex and food. We see more, more elaborate. So they're like humans. Yeah. We see more elaborate sounds being produced in reproductive contexts, according to researchers. Wait a minute. To- he's dropping on fish doing it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So well, now we have fish porn. Well, they have to follow him because, you know, the fish have to go out to dinner. They go to the movie. There's a movie. They had probably a walk place. or a swim around the park. Yeah. So <laughs> something along those lines. And then, you know, then there's the couch for the after, you know, and then oh, Aquaman is so going to kick our ass. <laughs> <laughs> um, how these noises actually sound to humans varies widely. Scientists use a variety of descriptors like boops, honks and hoots sound like humans. To convey like what they're humans. hearing. <laughs> some fish like some the, fish look at the other and go, what the hell am I hearing? <laughs> <laughs> Speak English, man. Oh, God, that's not your parents, is it? <laughs> some. F- <laughs> <laughs> they're going to send an old AMC pacer down there to see if the fish can fog up the windows. They can. Some fish like the three spined toadfish sound similar to croaking frogs, whereas others like the midshipman fish emit low, sound like Tommy Lee and Pamela. Yes. Emit low haunting foghorn like homes uh, would be almost Tommy Lee and Pamela. Prior research on noises produced by That's the incre- they sound like the incredible Mr. Limpet. They sound like his thrum. Oh, oh my. It, look it up. It's in Google somewhere. Prior research on noises produced by highly vocal codfish found they have regional accents <laughs> strong enough that others in their species may find them hard to understand. So here is the Northeastern cod alphabet F and A, F and B, F and C. I hate you. You're welcome. Thank you. Uh, it's your turn. That was, huh? It's your turn. Are we done yet? That seems no. so long and painful. No, last, see, last time we recorded, we did a show with only two stories in it, and we did it exactly <laughs> like this. I How'd said something you didn't like. Well, we did two stories. Well, see, <laughs> we that's did. my way of getting you to do stuff I like. <laughs> you liked this, you laughed. I did. And I feel bad with a well, not too bad, but right. with a snowstorm bearing down on New England, residents of five homes on Hampshire Street. Notice I didn't say Hampshire in Methune, Massachusetts. Notice I didn't say Methune. Yes, or Methune. Yeah, and I wouldn't have pronounced it correctly. Anyway, the folks in Hampshire Street have a problem. What? Oh, the city will no longer remove snow from their street. Ooh, this the mayor a problem. Mayor Neil Perry, no relation to the singer or Admiral or Winkle, said to uh, that took a second. I know. Yeah, I, was, I had to go. You know what Winkle I learned? Perry? To, no, you know Perry I, Winkle. You know what I learned on my coffee tour, by the way? What'd you this learn? Actually connects to this, sadly. <laughs> Coffees are actually like cherries. Yes. And when you unwrap them, there are usually two beans. Okay. Wow, I didn't know that. But there are some that only have one. 
one bean. Just, and it's almost perfectly round. Are they lucky? And they are the the Perry something bean. And the coffee, by the way, they make. Yeah. Is sinfully good. Oh, yes. The Perryberry. No, that would be wrong. <laughs> Anything called Perryberry would have to be shot in the head and thrown in a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to shoot this one. Oh. I can't find the head. It's, it's a little tiny bean. Am I supposed to hold it in my fingers and give it a... <laughs> oh, this got away from us. Okay, keep going. You're... Somehow we started with a city street not getting it snowplowed. And the mayor, whose name shall remain forever forgotten. Uh, are they going to use snowblowers instead? Because I'd rather be plowed than blown. They're, they're going <laughs> to... Oh, here we go. I hate you. Noted. Okay, keep going. I'm on it. I can't. Enough of this childish drivel. Which I will actually listen to later. The mayor sent a letter to. Thanks for walking into that one, by the way. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> you would think by now, the mayor sent a letter to the homeowners alerting them to the change, which he attributed to the street being private property. What? Told NBC 10 Boston that he received an anonymous tip about the property ownership. But neighbors are having none of it. There is a storm coming this weekend. Like, God forbid, 911 needs to be called in, said Colette Maxow, Cornelia Illman. No, wait, there's a period there. Said Colette, Colette Maxu. Cornelia Illman, starting another sentence. Thank you. Hope the city would reconsider. We pay taxes just like any other resident. However, the assistant city solicitor is holding their ground. Snowy oh, though it may be. This is not going to end well for the city. No, never does. The world's largest. Now let's get back oh, to Perry Perry. <laughs> <laughs> trying to shoot the darn thing out of your own finger. Yeah. <laughs> Ow. The world's... <laughs> Why do we call him Lefty? <laughs> well, and how'd you get the scar? It was my first day with the hook. The world... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I so hate you. <laughs> it's almost odd enough hate to not hate winter. <laughs> The world's largest venomous spider is turned up in Hull, of all places, after embarking on a 5,000-mile journey. As you know, Hull, or Kingston-upon-Hull, is a port city in East Yorkshire, England, where the river Hull meets the Humber Estuary. Native to Australia, the huntsman spider, not the Humber Estuary, arrived in East Yorkshire after sneaking into a shipping container from China. As soon as the staff unpacked the container, they promptly skedaddled. The Huntsman, which boasts 12-inch long legs, is not deadly to humans, but can cause headaches, vomiting, and heart palpitations, even if they don't bite you. Officers from the RSPCA eventually captured the creature. He's now having some R&R at a specialist rescue center. Right? They're huge. Wow. This is true. Really news. Send email to TITR at netradio.network. <laughs>